0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are at the home stretch. We are at that, we're close to that finish line of Halloween. And this month has really blown by, actually, very fast. And uh, I feel so behind on everything. Uh, you know, October has been very uneventful. You know, most of the time everybody's fucking carving pumpkins and doing this and that. And here I am, last minute costume shopping, but nobody wants to hear my problems. And. Uh, You know, I've had a a huge list of movies that I wanted to uh, make episodes out of. And I felt like I didn't get to. You know, there was just so many to choose from. And versus giving you guys an episode a day, which would be a total, total overkill. And burn you all out, burn myself out. I don't even think people here at home want to hear me every day. So why would you? So tonight, when you're about to go to sleep... You can close your eyes and thank me for saving your ears. (laughs) Because that would have, like I said, we would have all been burned out of this damn show. But lucky for you, I compiled everything into a top 10 Halloween recommendation list for this season. The reason I'm saying season versus Halloween movies is because some of these movies don't center around Halloween. The plot isn't about the holiday itself. So let's just get right that out of the way. So if you hear a movie on there and you're like, well, that actually doesn't center around the, the the you know, the All Hallows Eve. No, no, screw all that. This is just, um, uh, you know, just movies that I enjoy, movie I, movies I love watching during this time of the year. So without further ado, let's start the show. Coming in at number 10 is 1988's Nightmare on Elm Street 4. The Dream Master. Now, I know what you're probably all thinking. Oh, why is it not part one? Or why is it not part three, Dream Warriors? Both of those movies are amazing. You have no argument from me on those. But part four needs to have a little bit of love. It needs a little bit of that recognition for how fun the movie is. Not everything has got to be serious, not everything has got to be the best written, but it at least has to be entertaining. And this is exactly what this movie brought. It brought the entertainment. There is a guy who just has the worst karate in the world. You see a dog piss fire. And let's not all forget one of the most memorable Freddy kills in the whole series. And that's when he takes that chick who thought she was all badass for working out. And he turns her into a roach and crushes her inside of a box. This movie... Made roaches very messy. Every time somebody smashed them, it felt like like actually it looked like like they were stepping on a thing of pudding. I've never seen roaches make that much of a mess before. And then to put the cherry on top of this movie, we found out why Freddy Krueger is the makeout king. What a suck face. It's a moment in the movie that has to be seen to be believed. Fucking Freddy has got a mouth on him. And you know what? This sounds this is this is already going south already. And uh, and, and whatever way you want to take it, but Freddy sucked the soul out of her. Beg your pardon. Ooh! 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 I knew I knew you. Damn it to hell, I knew your face was me to me. Man, back in the day, your wife just sucked the meanest. Well, I know you know you are the lucky man. Now I remember. I even remember your name. They should call you jawbone jawbone. <laughs> As I said at the beginning, this movie is pure entertainment. Freddy's witty, Freddy's clever, you know, a lot of the kill scenes are just really cool to look at, especially the ending, when all the souls start to, you know, tear through Freddy's body from the inside and rip him apart. The special effects on this movie were great. So why not go out and give Nightmare on Elm Street for a chance? Coming in at number 9 is Gremlins 2. This 1990 classic is the most self-aware movie that I have ever seen in my entire life. Now this begs one question, why not talk about the first Gremlins movie? Well, to me it's a Christmas movie. And second, I think it's a little boring. I'm just not a fan of the first movie. I really don't have the greatest reason in the world, I just think it's, it's boring. And I think part two is far superior. You can go ahead and crucify me now, but... Like I said, these things are just my opinions. This movie, like I said, the self-awareness in this is what gives it its charm. There's a scene in here where they ask questions about these uh, Mogwai rules. You know, you're not supposed to get them wet. And you're not supposed to, you know, have them the bright lights. And you're also not supposed to feed them after midnight. And they ask the question, well... After midnight is at a uh, standard time, you know, Eastern time, you know, what time zone is he in? Well, which one are they following? Or what if he's eating something and it's stuck in his tooth and it's like 1150 and he finally gets it out and he digests it? Is it is do those rules still follow? What kind of bullshit ask questions are those? Well, guess what? Those are the questions that I would ask. This is what I mean by self-aware. It just pokes fun at itself the whole entire time. You get gremlins that are made out of vegetables. You get a spider. You know, you get one of the intelligent ones. You also get the the famous uh, the the one that's a woman. You know, it's got lipstick and boobs and everything, and it gets smashed on by a human guy. And then, what other movie are you going to see that features both Christopher Lee, the legendary Christopher Lee, and the immortal Hulk Hogan? could you help Gremlins in this theater? Now? Okay, you guys, listen up. People pay good money to see this movie. When they go out to a theater, they want cold sodas, hot popcorn, and no monsters in the projection booth. Do I have to come up there myself? Do you think the Grimsters can stand up to the holster? Well, if I were you, I'd run the rest of Gremlins, too, right now. Sorry, folks. It won't happen again. I think everyone's gonna kill me here. So, um, here it goes. Coming in at number eight is 1987's Monster Squad. And I I can already, like, like I said, I can feel the hate already. I already, I just feel everybody seething right now because when you do actually hear the top five, I can already imagine the messages I'm going to get of saying, wait, shouldn't monster squad be in, you know, in the top five, if not number one, what the hell? Like why, why, why are any of these movies better than, better than the monster squad? What the what the fuck's wrong with you? Why would you even make this list? What was are, are you remedial? Well, I am. And that's exactly where this is going to fall. So I sound like an asshole now, but there really isn't nothing wrong with this movie. It's basically the Goonies with all the Universal Monsters in one area. What is there not to like? You know, obviously, these uh, the designs of these Universal Monsters weren't completely accurate to the originals due to some licensing issues. But I'm going to go ahead and say this, that the monsters in the Monster Squad looked way better than the originals from the black and white movies. I will take the look of this wolfman, of this Frankenstein, of this Gilman, even the fucking mummy in Dracula. And let's not even talk about the black and white mummy. He wasn't even a mummy the whole movie. Where the hell did they even get this design from? They may be the great value version of the Universal Monsters, but I'm going to tell you this. They looked a hell of a lot better. And then you even think about some of the things that are said in this movie would probably get canceled today or completely cut out of existence. It's one of those things that I just dislike when, they, when people cry about stuff. But this movie gave us one of, if not the greatest lines in cinematic history. Number seven is 1990s Spaced Invaders. This movie does not get enough credit. I I feel like it falls through the cracks of everyone's Halloween list. It's often forgotten. It's a great Halloween movie. It's pure dumb fun. It should be played as much as the Addams Family gets played on fucking Freeform. I don't understand how nobody loves this movie. Uh, I know what you're probably thinking Well maybe because it's probably not that good No it's actually a really fun Like I said it's a dumb fun movie What is there not to like It's about a group of uh, watermelon headed aliens Who crash land on earth And are just trying to get off the fucking planet But they get in the mix of uh, You know like I said Halloween They start trick or treating They start doing all these other things And the villain sends a robot That looks like a, a reject spaceship From Batteries Not Included if you haven't seen that movie, please go out and watch Batteries Not Included. It's fucking amazing and sad at the same time. But it's this movie, like I said, it's entertaining. It's Halloween based. There's all these fun costumes in it, and not to mention each alien has its own weird personality, which, you know, they're all highlighted in this whole film. My favorite one is is the one that really that does like the worst or i don't know if it's the best jack nicholson impression i've ever heard um i'm gonna play you guys an extended clip and uh you all judge for yourselves there's no place like home there's no place like home there's no place like home Welcome back. We're trying to figure out how to get out of here. What are we going to do now? Looks like we're going to have to apply for citizenship. If only we could have connected up with the invasion force. It could have been glorious. If we ever get out of here, remind me. I've got a real funny story to tell you. We're doomed to spend the rest of our lives breeding 74% nitrogen. Oh, give me a home where the asteroids roam and the blebs and the fuzzy bugs play. Where gravity is low and the water is slow. And the, and the desert, desert winds wind blow you away. Mars, Mars, Mars is my home. Where everyone's, everyone's short just, just like, like me. me. I wish I was, I was there. where there's not so much, much air, air. and two moons to, move to the smile, smile down upon me. Number six is a documentary series that scared the living shit out of me when I was a kid. And that is 1993's Autopsy. Autopsy used to play on HBO and late night. And I shouldn't have been watching it. It's one of those things that, you know, all of us who grew up, you know, post 2000, there's a whole bunch of shit on TV. We weren't supposed to watch, but we did anyway out of sheer curiosity. Well, this series scarred me for life. It made you. Think twice about people who you talk to because you don't know who they are behind closed doors. This isn't the normal Netflix documentary or anything else like that. This was fucking bizarre. It was insane. Some of the cases on this were just just unbelievable. That's yeah, that's the word that I want to use. And then to top things off, the narrator to me rivaled. Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries Now Robert Stack the man had a voice That if he read a menu to me I would never eat at that place ever again But this this lady was just Amazing At narrating She was very monotone Very soft spoken And just horrifying to listen to One of the craziest cases That I saw on this show Was a doctor Was preserving his dead wife In their house For a few years. Because he couldn't let her go. So he basically had her body in bed. And he was bringing chemicals from work. And injecting her with them. So that she wouldn't decay. Now I'm not a scientist. Nor am I a doctor. But I don't know what the hell he was using to do that. But he was able to preserve her body. To make things just that much fucking weirder. If that's even a word. He installed installed like like if she's a goddamn car but he installed a vacuum system inside of her body now I don't have to explain what he was doing okay just one time yeah that's it Woo! I said, don't disturb you. I'm cleaning my room. Yeah, you get my drift, right? Well, this show is the stuff of fucking nightmares. And I can guarantee you, after watching one episode, you are going to be hooked. And after watching the whole thing, you are going to know that Michael Bodden has got to be the greatest forensic pathologist that has ever lived. This dude has done some of the most high-profile cases in American history. There's even an episode dedicated to the celebrities that he has done. I'm not going to sit here and rattle off all the names on that celebrity list. I want you guys to actually go out and watch this whole documentary series, whatever you want to call it, and all the episodes are for free also on YouTube. I'm going to link everything... That I have recommended in this episode. The best that I can. Or at least point you in the right direction. To where you guys can actually go and. Watch these. I don't want you guys to do a whole bunch of research. Because who wants to do all that? I'm going to do it for you. I'd buy that for a dollar. (laughs) Well that concludes. This episode's. Recommendations. The next one. Will be a. The top five. And. I'm I'm already ready to hear the criticism on why these movies are a lot better than the, the last five that I just gave you. Now they're not all gonna be cliche Halloween movies. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, oh Michael Myers this or you know whatever that. No, no, that's not that's not what I'm gonna do. It's not gonna be Friday the 13th, even though, you know, whatever. That that's that's not what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you things you probably haven't seen. Or probably ever heard of They're going to be fun things That were Now that if you haven't heard them You can now add them to your list You can make them tradition And just about as much as I have And if you're out there And you feel like You have a recommendation for me To watch During this season Please By all means Send me messages I say this in every episode You know Any reaction is better than no reaction And uh You know, we have gotten to this part of the episode where everybody turns it off. And that is, you can catch me on my social medias, which will be linked in the show's description. I also will be releasing the top five overrated Halloween movies I've ever seen in my life. This movie was uh, carefully curated by my wife. And it's a list of movies that she makes me watch every single year. Since we've been together, and this shit's against my will, I am extremely tired of those movies. These, uh, This particular set of movies, I just cannot wait to shit on. I'm going to shit on them with a smile. Uh, I, and that's the one I actually hope she hears. And then I will have a special Halloween episode that will be released on the 31st itself. And it's one of the most extreme things I have ever seen. And no, it's not a Serbian film. And please don't even go look that up. This movie is an oldie but goodie. And apparently rumored to have been banned in the United States. I'm going to let you guys, you know, digest that one, if you will. So, as usual, I'll see you next time. It looks like- It's gone.